Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Talk to Jack. I was talking to a friend the other day about survival and how it is within each and every one of us to survive. It is within us to keep fighting until we make it, until we get out of the situations that we're in. Um, By instinct, we will fight or fly, fight as the case may be. And the same thing applies to us. What I think happens to most of us is that we get caught up in the fear of what might happen. We get caught up in the fear of the possibility of not surviving. And that fear paralyzes us and makes us um, unable to, to cope. We freeze in those moments and we think that we can't make it. But the human body, the human persona, the human character and the human spirit is so much stronger than we give it credit for. We are so much stronger than we give ourselves credit for. I was thinking about my own life um, as I as I told her those stories, and I and I thought about how many times I've had to basically start all over again, whether it be in relationships um, not ending or ending um, abruptly or not not going well, and having to you know rediscover myself again at, at the end of those breakups and and rebuilding myself again, and then getting into you know, another relationship with a clean slate, not carrying baggage from old relationships into new ones, or um, losing everything, starting a business and having the business fail, and then picking up the pieces and starting all over again, or trying something new, or trying to develop a skill and, and failing at it, and, and you know, re-strategizing and coming back again and trying to rebuild that skill. These are the things that, you know, I talk about, I was talking about that day and I was telling her a particular story about um, the lowest point of my life. Um, you know, as, as a mature adult, you, you want to believe that life is progressively forward, um, that life progressively climbs, that you're progressively building up towards something. And sometimes that's not always the case. Sometimes, you know, you have dips and you have troughs and then then you have highs and peaks and and that's just life. It it kind of moves up and down. I was at this low point in my life. Um, I had nothing but the suitcases um, with some clothes and some personal effects that I had with me. I didn't have any more money. I had spent everything that I had. I did little odd jobs here and there to make, you know, bits of change here and there so I could eat at least one meal a day. And a lot of times that meal was just a bowl of rice. Um, no sauce, no, no meats, no nothing, no protein, still nothing, just a bowl of rice and water. And um, sometimes it was really, really bad. And um, this man, this, this friend, because he became a friend, he became more than a friend. He became like a brother to me. You know, he would offer up his own stuff just to make me comfortable he'd order a cup of coffee made sure i had one you know he would keep me busy keep me occupied so i wouldn't lose my mind we'd play poker into the middle of the night and play cards and he did so much for my sanity in that time just distracting me from the constant reminder of how far that i had fallen and being distracted having someone in my corner at that time and a few other friends who would come by and hang out really really helped to to keep me centered and to keep me grounded in the fact that as bad as things were it wasn't the end it it wasn't over 
and then I got a, a job offer in, um, in a, with a small consulting firm um, in another part of the country. And so I, um, I definitely took it. It was, it was starting over, and but I was more than happy to do so. And I remember getting on that plane and going over to kind of get briefed on what it was I was going to be doing, and um, and you know accommodation was going to be provided and all that. And um, I, I was excited about the prospects of the future, so I, I grabbed my stuff, you know, the, my two, three suitcases with all, all my worldly possessions in them, and I took off to this new beginning. And it really was a new beginning. Um, I'm not going to talk much about the job. It was it was a great thing for me. It gave me the opportunity to use many different talents and skills and, and relationship skills and communication skills. It really helped me build stuff, a lot of achievements um, in the course of doing that job. But it also came with, you know, my starting off in a barren, empty, one-room, self-contained um, apartment with nothing in it. And having to build that up from scratch, I remember, <laughs> I remember um, the first night in the flat without a mattress, just you know the bare floor. Put some cardboard boxes on the floor and lay my head on my on one of my suitcases and slept that night. No curtains, no nothing. And starting from there to a mattress on the floor, and then eventually got some curtains from someone, and you know building that up. Eventually, you know, get a carpenter to build a bed frame. It wasn't really a bed frame. It was really just pieces of wood knocked together um, um, so I could put a mattress on it and, you know, the cupboards and, you know, put a mirror in. Eventually got a TV in because, you know, entertainment didn't have power, um, didn't have a backup generator, which you need in this part, in these parts. But, you know, at the time, but eventually got this little, I bet I passed my neighbor, this little tiger generator, very little generator. But you know what? Some nights I was the G in that apartment complex because I was the only one who had power because that thing, you put 1K in it and it would run you from night till morning, power your fan, your lights, charge your phones, your laptop, whatever you needed, you would go till morning. And you know, it was really cool because at some point when I stopped expecting that my life should be better, that I deserved more, that I had fallen so far. When I stopped thinking so much about how far I'd fallen and how low I'd, I'd come and how hurt I was by all the things that had happened to me, sometime within those moments of being in that little tiny apartment... I found peace. I mean, I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but, you know, not having power and, and all of that, you, you start finding other ways to entertain yourself. When you have power. I couldn't read at night. I couldn't watch movies. I couldn't listen to music. I had to conserve battery on my, on my phone. So I started meditating and um, I started breathing exercises and I, I started thought control exercises. I started doing mental checklists and crossing off things, you know, cleansing exercises. Um, I read in a book somewhere um, an exercise called clearing your psychic ram, which is basically getting rid of all the things in your head that just take up space and make it harder for your brain to operate more efficiently. And I really learned a lot about myself. I would exercise. I would go on walks. I would sit outside, you know, and get some fresh air and just meditate and just think and stare at the stars and the moon. I'd forgotten how peaceful life can be when free of clutter. 
And this was the part of the story I was talking about to my friend, which made her say, look, you have to tell the story because people look at you and they, and they look at people around them and they think that they don't have, you know, they don't have what it takes. They don't think that you're dealing with anything or you've ever dealt with anything. In some cases, they're looking at themselves at their low point thinking this is it. This is the end. They don't know that there's a way back from all of that. And for me, I think that the biggest um, gain from all of those experiences was not bouncing back. It wasn't coming back up. It wasn't growing out of it. It wasn't becoming better in terms of my financial or physical situation. It was actually the discovery of peace within those moments of nothing. So just thinking about those low points in your life and how those low points um, are an opportunity basically stripped down of all the excesses and all the extras and all the things that we hide behind and all the things that we hide away from and really discovering who we are and what we're made of. At least that's what it was for me. And thinking about at those moments, you know, where I had a few friends who would even come by into town and be more than happy to stay with me in that tiny little room and where a bed wouldn't even be able to fit. <laughs> wouldn't be able to fit uh, both of you lying lengthwise. So we'd lie with legs dangling off the edge of the bed. And, um, you know, even without power and, and finding, you know, cheap places to have a drink and to watch football or, you know, just little ways that you had fun or, you know, going on dates with, um, you know, little to no money in your pocket but somehow managing to find a way to to make quality time out of it and, and, and create special memories with people. And I think that as an adult, those have been some of the most fun memories of my life because they were pure. It wasn't about money disguising anything. It wasn't about how um, pristine the environments were. It wasn't about... Um, how elitist the environment was or or the the food was or the drinks were it, it really wasn't about um who you knew or or you know what car you drove or um you know how much you spent it was pure it was really bare bones stripped down the people you knew the people you met liked you for you there was no doubt in your mind and you liked them for them and the fun you had was pure. It wasn't masked and disguised under all the money and all the things and all the um, achievements and the expectations. It was just pure. It was simple. It was straightforward. It was clean. And at night, being able to sleep peace, not worrying about the excesses that sometimes fame and money and achievements can bring. Like I said, just bare bones. Um, down to the basics and um, I think back of those mom moments fondly now um, because that's when I discovered who I really was and what I was made of I say something a lot that it doesn't matter how far you fall how hard you hit the ground how hurt you are how many bones you break it's still easier both physically and psychologically to get up or to crawl away to make your way out of that situation one crawl at a time one inch at a time one moment at a time 
than it is to double down and dig your own grave in your misery. What I mean is, instead of throwing a pity party for yourself and, oh, woe is me, my life is awful, my life is horrible, things are not working out for me, I was this, now I'm this, how could things have gone so badly, how could have my life turned upside down, how could everything I have achieved just be gone, as tragic as those things may be, it happened, it happened, what next, what does life have in store for me, what next? What am I going to do next? Who am I going to be next? What am I going to be next? And you just start to do it. One moment at a time. One step at a time. One healing moment at a time. One healing experience at a time. One decision at a time. You just start to crawl. And you start to move. And you start to pick yourself up slowly but surely, yeah, you could focus on where you're coming from. You could focus on all the hurt. You could focus on all the pain. You could focus on all the things that were bad that happened to you. You could. They're real. They were there. They're part of your story. They're a part of your experience. But they're not going to help you. That's not going to help you. Thinking about what next to do. Well... And while you're there in those moments, figuring out who you are now is a big help. Anyway, that's my thought for today. I hope you enjoyed this. Please share this with someone. You never know who might need to hear it. I hope that it's touched you in some way. Like anywhere you see this post, share it with someone. Subscribe. So you don't miss any of our future podcasts, we'll try to put them out weekly. And as always, be inspired.